Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, just a real short intro this time around. Uh, this episode is our look back at our Star Wars storyline, Tempest Squadron. Uh, it's just kind of a chilled out discussion between myself and the main cast. Uh, plus, we answered a few questions that were sent in. One thing that I did want to quickly mention slash announce is that next episode we'll be starting our first ever Shadowrun 5th edition storyline and it's being GM'd by our very own uh, frazzled wizard Eden <laughs> who you've heard um, portraying Kronz on our D&D stories. Uh, it, it was his first ever time GMing anything and he, he really did just an amazing job. We can't wait for you all to hear it so tune back in next time for the start of that. Uh, Alright then, so without any further ado let's get into our look back at Temper Squadron. Hey everyone, welcome to our little hangout discussion thing. Uh, I'm very tired. It's very warm. It's, oh, it's very warm. Mm. Avoid uh, England, it's yeah. hot as hell. Yeah, unless you're like anywhere else where it's hotter but you're all used to it. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so pasty. Yeah. Caribbean, we're talking to you. So much swamp ass going on in this room right now. <laughs> I feel sorry for you guys on the leather sofa. I, know, I, I feel sorry for your leather sofa. sofa. Yeah, it's no, fine, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. have to sit on it. Uh, any plastic sheets, AJ? Yeah, uh, just put the top down everywhere just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here today to talk about uh, our just finished uh, Star Wars storyline, uh, Tempest Squadron. Yay! Yay! Mm. Uh, and for you guys, it finished a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, don't tell in the re- when we no, we had the recording. For me, it finished like thirty-six hours ago, <laughs> something like that. Uh, oh yeah, I will so say as well. Um, there's going to be a fair amount of background noise probably in this episode because it's it's super hot. Um, and we've got all the windows open so we don't die. Yeah, because um, there's no there's no AC in the UK. Yeah, we don't no, have no. it. Uh, we're getting by on our own personal AC, which is... Mm. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the gentle breeze of cars driving past the window <laughs> is, is the... That's so, all we're getting. That, that's the trade-off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Passing for Mondeo is all we have for sustenance. Yeah, if they've got their windows down and their AC on, oh boy. Boy, we're cooking with Buddy. gas. <laughs> Maybe get the occasional carny walking past as well. Yeah, that's the other thing as well. So the part of the background noise on one side of my house, there's a fun, uh, like a fairground. <laughs> on the other side of the house, there's a music festival. So yes. like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, August. Just to remind everybody, AJ doesn't live in New Orleans. This is <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. I, live, I live in the car park of Coney boom. Island. Um, <laughs> Going to see the elephant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, we're here to talk about our Star Wars thing. Um, we had a six episode run. Uh, did you guys all have fun doing it? I mean, what's a Star Wars for first? <laughs> the, OED, <laughs> the oldest question. The OED um, defines Star Wars as... <laughs> I'm so sick of all these Star Wars. <laughs> um, um, no, it was, it was the most fun. Like, it, I, I laughed harder than I have done in a long time during the sessions that we had. I mean... Admittedly, a lot of the stuff I was laughing at didn't make it into the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of it was, but a lot of the stuff that did make us laugh came from you, Oliver. It was, yeah, there's, pretty, a, there's an amazing great. bad edit out there. There oh, is, yeah. yeah, it's a very different podcast before it gets edited. Right. Very, very different. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to hear like the you know how there's like. Apparently, there's like a four-hour cut of like Spinal Tap with like all of their improvising and stuff in it. Apparently, out there somewhere, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd like to hear like the the eight-hour, <laughs> the eight-hour. It must be minimum eight hours long. Oh yeah, like, I mean, we did th- sessions. three sessions, each of which was like 
three hours long. Yeah. So we're talking like Lord of the Rings saga yeah. length cut of the, the what of is currently five hours <laughs> twenty minutes or something as it is at the moment. Yeah. All the all the all the jack and off jokes. Oh god, yeah, the, they all got cut. All the dick jokes, all the <laughs> a yeah. Lot of, a lot of the off colour stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I got to hear back through all of that as I was cutting, but like <laughs> if you guys got like a favourite bit that you remember but that didn't make it into the episode at all. Uh, <laughs> we should probably say okay so yeah anytime anybody was there was like an awkward silence you would have knock be like well i guess i'll go jerk off there was, yeah basically or yeah the, the, the more important thing was that if there was any any like length of time being mentioned it was like if you know how long does it take to get to wherever it is that we're yeah, going to you're flying like, somewhere yeah you're flying somewhere and then someone would ask how long it is till we get there <laughs> Fnock right. would immediately just like there'd be like a pause and then Fnock would just go I guess I'll go jerk off, like just, <laughs> yeah. just to just to fill the time, like like every single time. It was yeah, <laughs> like every every time, like any unit of any, any like measurement of time was mentioned. Uh, Fnock would it just fill that time by yeah, just yeah. by rubbing one out. That actually yeah. became a problem in the second episode because uh, you had like a throat infection or something, and I really needed you to come back in mm. and re-record one of the lines because all I had of you was yes. you going, "I guess I'll go jerk off." That was all I had to work with. <laughs> So I had, to, but then you couldn't make it back over to re-record a bit. Like the other two had been over to do stuff. Yeah, I'd lost my voice that week. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um... <laughs> so I had to make do with me. Like, like okay. I, well, I, I straight up said it up front. Like, there's quite a lot of um, my kind of DM narration that got replaced. Um, so I had to in that episode in that bit make do with me being like make fake answer, fake asking you a question be like so I guess you're just going uh, you're just going to go lie down and I had to snip out from an earlier part of the episode you going uh yeah it was <laughs> yeah it's very much so I grab a sweet can yes yeah. <laughs> like version of that it was like a rock bottom <laughs> you grabbed her can yeah <laughs> um, it, this is probably the like most heavily edited thing we we've put out um, but that was purposefully done as well because you yeah. wanted to develop is, something that was heavily edited just as well right more like an audio drama you wanted something really D &D quite session. yeah I mean get yeah. going into it that was the idea anyway okay um, oh, great it did yeah. it so did, props yeah. to the DM for doing that yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to say like yeah props to um, yeah for AJ for being a master editor um, for, excuse me um, <laughs> Don't edit that. I'm not editing. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm leaving in all of it. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Um, I'm day drinking. Ollie is drinking it's, a beer. Right well, yeah. we're just going um, off of like a run of six episodes where each one took me minimum like 30, 40 hours <laughs> to like this one where I'm just gonna snip the no, this, snip the front off and shove the uh, the opening theme music on. This is That's yeah. No, this is a holiday. This is a holiday for each. <laughs> no, you you don't even know. Uh, like, <laughs> but, but, but no, like you, you managed to he managed to whittle down that you know. Like we said, the, the three and a half, four hours worth of ramblings we did in the, the three sessions we did. Yeah. Uh, into something listenable. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Something that actually and keeps you engaged. Word. Yeah. Um, not only listenable, but, you know, like, good. Like, Entertaining. Yeah, it plays out like, like a, it sounds like it belongs in a, in a Star Wars. Belongs in a museum. Or, <laughs> or, it, it sounds like it should be a film or a TV show. It's got, definitely got a Star Wars feel to it. And there that's, are, that's where it works really well. It's just the music cues, the edits, the things that are said, the characters, the characterization of those characters, it all fits the universe and that's why it works so well. 100%. There are way more uh, clunky um, Star Wars related things that are officially endorsed by uh, the, you know, the, the Lucas estate. So some of them, um, three, three movies made by George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 
thought we right. shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about those. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not claiming to be better than when that. When oh, is Attack, Attack of the Clones coming out in 3D? I feel like they've been dragging their heels <laughs> yeah, they, on they that. They like, brought out episode one in 3D. We'll yeah. be like, hey, we're going to re-release them. And we're going to do all of them in 3D because everyone loves 3D almost as much as they love the prequels. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, shots fired at yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. claiming to be better. Calling you out, Lucas. <laughs> also thank you for not Thank you for not suing us take our podcast down. Well I don't know, it's early days. <laughs> he's not in he doesn't care no, he's, he's done. Well I don't know, I think I might ask them to take down the po- I can't do George Lucas. <laughs> I can do many voices, I can't do George Lucas. He's it's quite quiet and light in there, yeah. Hey, hey you guys. That's a, do you remember when um, more intense? When they re-released like the original trilogy in '97 with all Special the kind of added, yeah, yeah I had the VHS, set, the gold VHS. Yeah, because there was that intro. Like every every, every film, film had yeah. that intro with George Lucas talking just, about the bits that he made the edits to. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the for some reason it's stuck in my brain forever. Like the Return of the Jedi one, um, just because I guess I watched it so many times as a kid. Just him going, oh, so in Jedi we made several changes. Yeah. And then it ju- and then his way just, of talking like, to the camera is just like just going straight into Jedi, eyes Jedi open, open. Like, he looks like French Stewart from <laughs> from the Sun. Like he just he's just not even interested in his own bullshit. Like, I know. It's, yeah, but I love those. Again, kids. thank you, George. We yeah, yeah. thank you for not. I don't I don't remember those intros at all. But what I do remember mainly mm-hmm. because we had before the special editions came out, we had the original cuts on VHS. Yeah, and each mm. VHS. Like um, had a third of an interview at the, in front of the movie, of George Lucas being interviewed by Leonard Moulton. Oh wow! And these must have come out in like '95. Are these the ones with the red out, lettering right? on the sleeves? It was all kind of like I don't remember, man. I've got I, all I, was, three of those I was like less still. than I, I was like super young. Um, but these these were I think these are the original cuts before. The yeah, yeah. This came was out, before yeah. the special editions. Yeah, came I've out. got them. I know the ones you're referring. I remember to. them. I don't remember the. Was it, it must have only been in the, the cinema that the bits with George Lucas in front of Those the... the no, no, I, they, they were in, like, the... Because I remember, like, getting one Christmas, like, getting, like, a box set of all three of the movies in a, like, a special, like, gold box that you yeah. had to, like, yeah. take The sleeve apart. came off, it was a yeah. helmet, wasn't it? Yes, and if yeah. you pushed it back together, it made a fart sound, which was very, yes. very funny. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was very satisfying. Was it? Um, we must have had them, I just don't remember. It's, yeah, uh, but it, yeah, I, I, do you remember going to see those in the cinema when they came? Yeah, I, I saw, them saw the first two. I didn't get around to seeing Jedi because we were in the process of moving house. I remember so. my, my dad took me and my brother to see them. Um, Where did you see I, them? Because I, 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 actually, I think, weird enough, I think I saw them here in, well... We're in Bournemouth, in, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. went to the uh, Odeon. I, I saw them at the Regent Centre, which is the cinema that's like a road away from where we're recording this right now. Yeah. Um, so it, Not yeah. got the best sound system. No, I mean, it's, it's a very old theatre. We went and yeah. saw uh, Force Awakens there when mm. it was still in cinemas. And like, they'd just put in a new like theatre frame over the stage. And anytime there was any kind of rumble of the force or anything, the whole thing was like... Badass. Yeah, yeah. It, it added like an element of danger yeah. to the movie that wasn't there when Can I saw it in a proper like the, Yeah, like watching like the Last Jedi when Ray's trying to like you know float the rocks or whatever, and oh, like the yeah. whole stage. It's exactly that. Like, it, that was exactly that. Except it was like <laughs> Kylo Ren catching a like the a bolt in midair, oh, but yeah. like us all thinking like, well, here we go, here we it's die. Cool <laughs> <at all. laughs> How on earth did we get onto that? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was it. Were you saying uh, you had the uh, George Lucas things before the? Yeah, yeah that's that's sort of like that'll be my forever memory of George Lucas as him introducing Return of the Jedi and just yeah. being the most boring man alive. <laughs> the first time I actually watched the Star Wars films in full, the first two at least was actually when the special editions were at the cinema, and I remember uh, going to um, the Warner Brothers cinema in Pearly Way which at the time was this massive it was a massive building it was awesome they had like giant statues of bloody Looney Tunes all over the place yeah. and I remember being totally engrossed in the films because normally I'm, I'm in a film and I'm sat there eating popcorn but as a kid as soon as Star Wars came on the crawl began I was glued to it I didn't look around at anyone next to me my parents my grandma nothing just engrossed and then after that I missed watching Jedi at the cinema but thankfully we had the VHS, so I went back and watched that after coming home from Empire, and I was hooked from that point on. Previously, I'd watched bits of the films on the VHS, the widescreen versions that came yeah. out, uh, but never got all the way through because my attention just wasn't held. But in the cinema, I was in awe of the whole thing. Mm. So yeah, the special editions are the things that I remember the most, but I honestly, I prefer the VHS versions before they came out because it... It, it just it still works without all the edits to it. I think I had um, it's like other than like cartoons and stuff. Like the original Star Wars is like the first movie I remember watching because we had a VHS copy that my parents had taped off of the television. Like this would have been like ninety two, ninety three, around video about tape recording craze. Yeah, and like yeah, there's one cut in it when um you know when the door comes down when they're like the like dr balls there about to inject uh princess leia with the like true serum thing we will discuss the location of your hidden rebel base. yeah and like and the door goes yeah, and it like there's a real hard cut to like some steps going along for ages i thought that they'd like messed up and accidentally stopped the recording and like cut in because it's such a harsh it's cut quite a harsh edit yeah it is yeah it really there's some about, faulty edits never... in there, either yeah. that or i thought it was like a tv edit and they'd oh god they cut out a bit where they stab princess yeah. leia to death yeah. or something yeah. like <laughs> Speaking of weird TV edits, um, I remember watching. I remember uh, for for years the only copy of Ghostbusters two I had was one that we'd recorded off of the TV. Yeah, and um, there's a bunch of stuff that they didn't edit out in that film for TV, which they probably should have. Because I remember being uh, traumatized by that scene in the the uh, subway tunnel with the severed heads on the spikes. And yes, you know, uh, I, yeah. I echo this. I feel exactly the same. That scared the shit out of me. One thing that they uh, I noticed that they did edit out when I finally got the uh, the, the the VHS of Ghostbusters two is it, you know the scene where um, Ray and Winston uh, show up at that ki- the, like the, the kids party. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it kind of cuts to like a few of the kids around the room uh, chanting and then looking disappointed. The only edit they seem to have made for the TV version, which to this day I'm not sure why, they've cut, there's like a little black girl um, it, that <laughs> looks very like she's like cheering and then is very disappointed when Ray and Winston walk out. That's not that wasn't in the TV version for some reason. They, I, <laughs> that's, that's a weird cut. It's very odd. Yeah, like all the you know all the like angry little white kids around the room and then just this one little black girl. Do you and, think there's um, like a weird like background thing that nobody noticed before where there's like a legit dead person in the background <laughs> or, or something? And then they're like, oh, we better cut that out. We only just realised that. Yeah, there's um, like a there's like a painting of like Princess Diana in the background or something, and they're just like Ugh. there's like a there's a dead uh, munchkin hanging from a tree in the yeah. background. <laughs> that like yeah the the ghost from three men and a baby is yeah, he's, uh, he's, also in the background all, of, of that shot all these great ghost 
Easter eggs made it into Ghostbusters 2 and you've got to really respect the filmmakers for that yeah um, can... <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway back to our thing so now, when did you see Ghostbusters um, Star Wars for the first time <laughs> and also Ghostbusters and also yeah. Ghostbusters uh, too I probably saw Ghostbusters about <laughs> and Star Wars I watched last month so first time <laughs> first, first, first time, first time. Seen research yeah, for the yeah, podcast yeah. Really? Yeah. No, no what's no. this Star Wars that people keep talking yeah, about yeah I'm still wondering what get the Oxford English Dictionary out Star Wars um, honestly I don't um, don't have a member I don't know didn't have the 97 um, in my time frame so it's a real downbeat yeah. sad story there for you that's fair enough not, no okay. special editions for me was that before your time or? no because I'm the same age as you guys so it you just, sure Pretty close. Yeah, Mark and I got the exact We're same, exact same, exact same yeah. birthday. So freaky. It's it's odd. So yeah. it, the the ninety sevens didn't. It's okay. Um, they they yeah they weren't on my radar at all. No sign. No no memory of seeing them. The earliest film I can remember seeing in cinema is probably Toy Story. Nice. Um, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. About toys. About yeah. toys. Um, <laughs> you kind of covered that right there. Didn't absolutely. You? Yeah. So no, I came. I really was. Uh, uh, an episode one kid so my my earliest visual memory is radio times and darth maul's face on the cover massive yes and that was that. so striking i've still got that issue hang on were and you then the kid... i came back and found all the uh, were you the, the kid in space who tried to buy the jar jar figure and simon Pegg ripped the shit out <laughs> probably were you that kid <laughs> yeah yeah i was that guy people like you make me sick <laughs> no it was uh simon Pegg kind of like you know being a precursor to reddit there is yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. that's where it all started well, I'm I'm there now. I realise I'm uh, Simon Pegg's character. You've, you've taken over. I've yeah. taken over for that. So. You kids don't know what you want. You know That's why you're still kids. Because you're stupid. That kid wanted a Jar Jar doll. Kids like Jar Jar. Why? <laughs> So so anyway, yeah, to go back then, so we had the jerk off jokes. That was how I just remember. I remembered how we got to that is yeah. jokes and things that got cut. Yeah. Um, for me, the thing that got cut, the things I like that got cut was. Um, Every now and again, I would slip in a, like a pop culture reference of something, and AJ was able to pick up on most of them and cut them out, except for one, which snuck in by because he wasn't aware of what it was. Yep. That was the, <laughs> Bro- that was the Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, in episode, I think it was episode four, before uh, we you, did the infiltration. Yeah, you tell me, I didn't... Yeah, because I, I, th- I thought he was going to cut it, but I was surprised to hear the edit, and he, he left it in. It's when, um, uh, was it Vala? Which she was talking about um, not wanting to spend any, any time. Vela. Vela, yeah. She didn't want to spend any time <laughs> Still listening to, her, Falcon. Uh, listening to her, um, her workmates get busy. And I just did a Jake Peralta and I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool, 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 no doubt. Yeah, no, but, no, no, yeah, but that no. sounds like a, it sounds a like legit so- reaction. It doesn't sound like you're going off on an extended. No, it doesn't, no. You should have just gone 9-9 nine, nine at the end and I would have got that. Yeah, go 9-9, nine, nine, yeah. I don't know. I said to AJ Alfred, oh, how come he didn't cut that? And he went, cut what? And I had to explain it to him. But um, yeah, his in, vigilance went straight up after in, that. Uh, in general, <laughs> all of that stuff gets cut. One, yeah. I thought it was weird that, yeah, the, the other thing you left in was the bit where Glitchy is like, most people on this planet get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> he, and then just goes right back to his at one, like, Yeah, at one point, Glitchy had the entire good. speech from uh, Shawshank Redemption in there. It was weird and out of place and out, in, in, in retrospect. Brian Altron was the kind of guy that... <laughs> <laughs> to not crawl through a river of shit. <laughs> um, but no, I think like that was kind of my hard and fast rule was like, I'm not going to leave in any... like Yeah, we're not family. No, guy, like, yeah. Yeah. no referencing outside of... Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the like I, I relaxed yeah. that a little bit with some of Thnock's stuff, but that was kind of like 
I was like, I'm going to have one character break the fourth wall. Tanox kind of like... He's the one to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, your kind of attitude and how you played the character, it fit better, yeah. I think. Um, and especially because most of yours were out of character. Yeah, exactly. Talking, yeah. you weren't saying... It wasn't like Klein was saying stuff. No. You were, it was just a kind of out of character thing. I was like, okay, well, this is a little... Yeah, and I was absolutely yeah. fine with that, which is, like I say, I was kind of surprised that... Uh, the parole thing ended up staying in, but you know. Well, again, because it's it's just your, yeah. your vigilance level increased oh, yeah. after that, which it was brilliant. <laughs> I think anything that's a Star Wars reference is fair enough. I think. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, those were kind of left in as like a sort of like okay, yeah, we're just we're hitting all of the Star Wars beats. A lot of moon yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few moons. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> well, well, so what was your guys like favorite character? Um, well, I was going to say, like, I'm not fishing for like, hey, tell me which one of my voices the is the best, you guys. <laughs> well, I was gonna, before I mean, you get onto that, I was like going to say the, the thing that made me laugh, like the probably the, the hardest that. Oh god, make it I know in. exactly what you guys say. <laughs> oh no, because we all lost it for like five minutes. <laughs> this is oh come on, please. <laughs> it was like uh, spit, I, I was, spit I was, it out, man. I was listening with bated breath, like, and it's the, in the most recent episode as well. It's yeah, like it was. when I'm like <laughs> during the firefight on the ramp, uh, like with like the the imperial guys after I steal the speeder. And um, I'm just like trash talking to one of the like imperial guards that's chased us. After I've got to the top of the ramp, I'm just like I think it's I think it's after Cortez got hit in the shoulder, and I was just like, Oh yeah, the don't only- make me come down there. And like, the only bit that got left in was you going like, "I saw that you imperial bastard." Yeah, I saw that you imperial bitches. Yeah, and, and then, and then I think you go like, "Don't make me come down there." And, it's no, the and he, no it. he's like, "Come back." And no, I, no like, I said, yeah. "Don't make me come down there." And then the like the imperial guy is like, "You just because I've just spent oh, yeah. three turns getting up the ramp." Like so, he's like, "But you just went, you just came all the way up there." And then for some reason, some part of my brain short circuit. I just went, I'm going to come in your ass. And, <laughs> and yeah, it just. It was, in the it was one of those weird it moments. Absolute <laughs> it was like a, an oddly, like, like double threat. Of like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is somehow. The most awful thing that could happen. Like yeah. Somehow a threat and a self own at the same time. Like, it was just. Yeah. yeah. I think it's worth pointing out that that last session, about an hour of that four hour time was spent just laughing and. Yeah, yeah, you don't need we to did. tell me that. I, no, uh, yeah, you, you yeah. listen through it. I, don't know, yeah. I would yeah. put that back in at the, at the end of this. You, you know, just clip it on the end. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned this whole Lord of the Rings ex- comparison thing, this saga. Oh, should, God. Uh, should people expect an extended cut? I don't think oh. so. It's uh, it's, oh. it's very, people very. People want it, AJ. It's, people want it. Yeah. It's very, very different. Um, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the plot points. Uh, didn't change, but like certain moments got added, and some a lot got taken out. And yeah, um, the, ca- the cantina stuff, I think, a lot of that got added because we just. Well, no, because a lot, we, most of yeah. the cantina stuff was in the original recording. Mm. In the I think it's episode four. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Episode four. Um, most of that was in our original recording, but of course, with me doing different voices, uh, instead, which then got replaced. Although actually, most a lot of my ones stayed in, like the drunk guy. Yeah. And then I just went back and redid the voice where you accidentally hit on those guys. <laughs> yeah, that was um, funny. That was funny. I think that whole that whole sequence that, was just brilliant. Just that, yeah. Me deliberately pushing Cortez to go and talk to the to the drunk lady. I think yeah, drunk I, lady. I think yeah. all of all of my favorite stuff across the whole like run of the show was like all anything where we were in that cantina was just always like just the funniest stuff. You standing like, at the jukebox. Well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, or like great. 
me trying to like all of us like trying to intimidate the, the droid behind the bar <laughs> and it not hey, working. All of us. That was you. <laughs> no, I think like you got uh, in his face. We all we all tried to. Like, <laughs> we all tried to quote unquote negotiate with the droid to get the information <laughs> we were after. It's just mine, you know, ended up with me shooting into the ceiling and then part of the ceiling falling on my head. Yeah, and then yeah. we go back to the canteen the next day and you're just like, hey man, this, that hole you should really get that fixed. And I'm just yeah. like, they're like, you sure you want to bring that up right now? <laughs> it was um, little moments like that where it's like trying to keep. Keep, keep us from getting kicked out. It was just funny. Just, I what? think knocking a box was funny as well. Yeah, yeah. Episode five. Just, just shut up. That, keep quiet. Speak, I love you speaking guys. of, you guys really didn't have a great plan going into that. Um, <laughs> hey, it was a brilliant plan. It no, just it was, wasn't a plan. It was terrible. It, it was, was uh, really just god awful. <laughs> it was like jazz, man. It was just you know we we went with the flow. Like, yeah. <laughs> you've got a little guy. He fits in a toolbox. What's not to love? Yeah, but I just I really okay. I hundred percent wasn't expecting you guys to split up at all. Oh. Like I had no, like that was not in, like in, not even in like the <laughs> furthest <laughs> realms of possibility that I think well, you're. Well, like, I'm gonna do that. I, yeah, I thought to play for that eventually. Yeah, party. exactly. I like I like you had the uniforms. You had someone who worked there, and like the only thing was like, okay, well we need to get Snock in, so he's going to go in the toolbox. So I was like, okay. So in my head, I was like, it's going to go a few different ways, but all of them included you guys carrying him in the box, <clears throat> maybe getting him out of the box at some point, and all sneaking around. Nah. Like, <laughs> like no. and then the first thing you say when you get it, like at the start of the episode is like right because we're going to drop Snock off and then we're going to go do this and I was like wait what? <laughs> you sure like, about that? So one I, little guy can get around quieter than two massive guys with him. I know, but you you look like you were meant to be there. Like there was no reason. <laughs> yeah, but I th- yeah I, actually, I didn't <laughs> I didn't really think about that till just now when you said it. Yeah, the, we went to all that trouble to steal uniforms of people that worked there. Right? It wasn't well. <laughs> I think I think it was the feeling that an Ugnaught would stand out like a sore rough thumb that he looks like anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a, th- a thumb in a jumpsuit. <laughs> a thumb in a jumpsuit. A snuck thumb. And so we just like, let's get rid of that dude because he'll draw attention. I think that might have been the yeah. thinking at the time. Mm. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, we, we've got the uniforms we can get in. There wasn't really any sort of like thought of like, well, I guess we'll stay here. Now it was more just sort of like we got to get in. We like the, the like the the thing is getting into the facility. That's all yeah. we're trying to do. And then it, yeah, I think what we were trying to do is kind of instead of doing one thing, then going to do the other thing and risk um, the Imperials no, noticing that we've done something and then chasing after us. I think the idea was we tackle both problems at the same time and try and save time. Well, the thing was, that was that the other was one the wasn't really a problem. It's literally just you got to go here and meet this guy. That was where yeah, it was like it was, it was very much like a split in the like the danger levels between the two. Mm. One of which, one of them was the mission, and the other one was the thing you were meant to do after the mission. Yeah, Instead, they both happened at the same time. <laughs> and uh, well, leaving leaving that facility after the power comes off, I think the thought well he in my head was if the, we we attract the wrong attention when people are panicking trying to get the power on they're going to notice us and chase us anyway. I think there was only a panic because yeah. you started shooting people as well, Ollie. So uh, that was kind of yeah, the I whole know. stealth thing went out the window. Like I gave you the option there, but it was like you were you were away. You were clear they didn't know you were there. You'd already you shot him anyway. I mean, I I adjusted my narration a little bit in the edit, but like you had shut down the power core, my, and it was yeah. going to take them some time to start it up. My logic there was I wanted to bias as this is true. I'm not like I'm not just saying this. My logic there was I. I wanted to buy us as much time as possible so I knew it was going to even though it might have taken a while to get the power back up I was like oh no you don't like you're not turning the power back on today Um, and then (laughs) I killed one of them and then just alerted the other guy to my presence I think the uh, the mistake made there then was not 
making sure that other guy was also quieted downstairs. Instead, you ran upstairs with him firing after you. Yeah, I, I yeah, I abandoned that plan pretty quickly once yeah. I realized I could die, um, <laughs> and I wouldn't have any because. <laughs> Because we'd split up, I wouldn't have any support. Uh, yeah. It's just like, oh shit, I'm on my own. Well, that was the thing as well. I was like, I, yeah. I did not have any, like, anything really planned for, like, you guys not all being together there. Yeah. Sort of thing. So it, I was kind of winging it at that point, really. I mean, if, if I was smart, I would, I could, I would say that, you know, we were trying to, uh, we were trying to circumvent the uh, rules of storytelling. Status quo. By, yeah. Because, you know, status quo. Because yeah. in, in, Things like Star Wars, you know, the initial plan that people come up with always goes wrong, and they have so to improvise on the fly. We, yeah, so but the we, thing we, is, we were just based on what AJ said, nothing was going wrong at that point when we. No, you were off. doing a really good job. We were, yeah. <laughs> and of course, Vela kept um, that Imperial officer away. Just yeah. out. I suppose that probably was the sign for us to have stayed there and just made sure we got you out. But you know, well, no, that wasn't so much that. That was more like. Okay, well, my I just had with every episode like I had a series of like moments I wanted to hit, mm. and that was one where I was like, okay, I want to raise the tension a bit because he's the one guy in the base who would know that she's not meant to be there, sort of thing. Sorry, sorry, Gary. Yeah. So that was more of like a tension raising thing, and I had this I I just had like a, an idea in my head of like you guys are like one side of a door all hiding while she's trying to sort of talk way out of things. Mm. Um, and that could have gone sideways, depending on what you guys decided to do. You could have busted out and started shooting him or whatever. That or... would have really screwed things up. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, th okay. I think we can all agree that knocking the toolbox was a genius idea. Mm. <laughs> he fit perfectly. It was a that, good little gag moment. I just love the yeah. bit where you're just like, I love you guys. Yes. <laughs> it wrenches in my ass. Yeah. For, uh, things like that. It's just, j just to yeah. be clear, though, the box did have wheels. You guys didn't. <laughs> oh, because we did the search and we but, rolled yeah, so we did the bad. You both had no, no, see the wheels. Yeah, some pretty low rolls on that. So I, was just like, okay. I think I rolled on that and I was actually carrying it perfectly. And, he's, and yeah. Mark, Mark was just like, I'm going to hold this. I had a lot of stuff like planned as like eventualities, and but that was an in the moment thing. And I like as soon as you were like, we put them in the box, I was like, well, of course the box would have wheels. And then it came up like ten minutes later where you were like. It would be good if this box had wheels. <laughs> but like the way you worded it, I was just like, I'm just gonna mess with you. But that's, like, that's also one of my favorite things is like what like when someone like ro rolled super low on something, like with the uh, like when we're checking the sensors to see if there's like all three. Oh yeah. yeah, and it's just like uh, yeah, who was it? That, for, yeah. Was it was it you who went first? I might have gone yeah, first. Yeah, went first so and rolled like super low. Skills or something. But then, then the two of you rolled really high, but like. Yeah, but you just I, well, yeah, I, think, I think yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Klein then like rolled, and it was it was high enough, and it was like yeah, you don't see anything. And then I was just like I, I, I just it. thought it'd be funny just be like, yeah, I'll take a look at this bad boy, <laughs> yeah. and like just, like like three dads at a barbecue, just all kind of like fighting. That's about That's not how you want to grill. Yeah, how you want to grill. Making yeah, sure yeah. everything's getting grilled properly. <laughs> Uh, that was great. Yeah, throw some talking. A lot of stuff kind of changed in the edit, but little moments like that were, were just that was that was those kind of things were great. Um, I think some of the, some of the highlights for me, I think, were um, interactions that involved um, Thnock and KLC, either talking to other characters or you know just generally being rude. I mean, <laughs> Thnock just saying Dolje, uh, fuck you, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, you really had a thing about hating on Dolje. Developed as it went on as well. Well, yeah. it changed as well because like earlier on in it, like <laughs> the first time you get to the planet, the first time we did that little bit, you were fully like had your gun out pointed at him like, no, <laughs> no, oh, you yeah. unload we're this stuff. The, uh, and, then, of piss. and then we yeah. were like, maybe we should pull that back a little bit. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... 
No, I don't, yeah, that was just really funny to me. Like, he's just he's just an NPC who is just trying to help us. And the idea yeah. that I was just sort of like, <laughs> I, I uh, no, I'm not going to help you. Here's how far I'm willing to go to make sure that I don't have to help you do any manual labor. I'm going to point pulling out a gun. <laughs> That's the thing I wish um, I actually wish hadn't been cut so badly was because up until that point we had this whole fit of laughter about just your barrels of piss. I think, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that got cut down. No, I left. No, it got cut it. down. The, the, bar- the barrels of piss stayed in, and yeah. that was one of the funniest mm. things that stayed in. I think. It was yeah, yeah, just not so riding on the, the barrels. <laughs> my my dad did. Uh, Took yeah, me off guard. I, that I played that part for my dad, and um, I told him uh, we, like we were doing like a Q and A Q&A episode today, and he was just sort of like, oh, "Okay, so." Why do the why does the hot need the why does the piss need to be hot though? <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid question from yeah. your dad, uh, yeah. and the reason is I mean, to keep it fresh. <laughs> I, well, I was say, yeah, because this is going so, out to you. In the vacuum of space, it's naturally very cool. So yeah. really, you want the piss like, will crystallize. It's, yeah, and piss comes out hot anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it's the most fresh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a good lubricant, hot piss. So spe- speaking of... Oh. Dope- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, for engines, not for I don't body know. parts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How uh, many beers have you had, Ollie? I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Nobody else should either. Yeah, just no. Yeah. Yeah. Moving, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let's yeah. stop touching the hot piss. Let's, let's go away from the cup piss. But uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> the cup Ollie, piss for knocking KLC, <laughs> definitely brilliant. Neither of them took any shit. And those are some of the best Yeah, I think Rowena did a great... Uh, great job doing she was KFC's really yeah. voice yeah. Um, a lot of that a lot of those lines well, most of those lines got changed after the fact in the edit bef- in between our original recording and when uh, Rowena and I recorded the uh, sort of the overdubs on that but um, shout she out did. to Rowena hi yeah. Rowena for other she, droids as well I think that's brilliant just insulting the astromix towards yeah. the end of the story was uh, well we kind of came up with that a little bit in the original bit and then I was just yeah. like well I need to add some extra stuff that the last episode ran super short in the edit yeah. like and it was cut from like 2 hours like my first edit of it was like 40 minutes long <laughs> and I was like I, only, I managed to claw back an extra 7 or 8 minutes of game time you get yeah um, you kind of how much shit we talk yeah <laughs> yeah you yeah. kind of tell like from the like the amount of sort of like a dialogue from like the NPCs and stuff, like all, all those little scenes and that. Like, it's, uh, yeah. Any, yeah, anytime I'm talking to myself, yeah, that's been added after the fact. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Romina did a really great job of um, kind of being like, like throwing the exact right amount of shade, like she, like, yeah. as, as, like yeah. keeping that kind of droid, uh, kind of um, that kind of droid, the, the way of speaking, but also having the kind of the attitude behind yeah. it as well. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, like peek behind the curtain, like that, like Thnock and KLC are characters from a, um, from a script that, uh, me and, um, friend of the show, Mike Bigby, uh, did the, vo- who did the voice of glitchy. Yes. Mike Bigby voiced uh, glitchy. Um, yeah, that's a, from a, their characters from a script that we worked on. Um, I, I was going to uh, say as well to, to each of you, like what was your thinking behind your, your characters? Like when you made them, but like you say, Thnock is, is from this thing that you've been writing. Yeah, Thnock. We basically like the, the idea behind Thnock was ba- we wanted him to be like um, part like Danny DeVito's character in Always Sunny, um, and part uh, Harris Whittles, the uh, comedian that we really like, who used to write for Parks and Rec, and he's bounded down on a bunch of other great shows. Who passed away a few years ago. Um, who's just sort of you know more than anyone else was sort of able to sort of say these like super horrible like just nasty things but also be really charming about it like yeah. talk about really fucked up stuff but like make it seem funny um yeah. and yeah so uh, yeah that that was kind of that was not we basically wanted to be like i think that came across yeah in frank those, reynolds in space we yeah wanted to be like basically well that worked a lot with 
I think I think it kind of changed as we went along, but it really at the beginning was like not we had I think we didn't really even say it out loud, but it was kind of this idea that Snock's drunk all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I think because, I, because I, was, <laughs> I was drinking during our first session. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> That's a big one. Normally, yeah, normally I, I'm used to like playing like D&D and stuff while drinking. Oh, yeah. I, well, we've had like when we've played D&D before, like, yeah, me, like, you, me, you and Andy have been sitting there drinking the whole night and stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah, just... Mike as well. Like, yeah, like Mike's done it. Like, yeah, we've just gotten through like, you know, an entire like crate of beer and stuff just by drinking it, you know. It's it's real it's it's real kind of like harm and down stuff like just just drunk dickheads that never played D and D before and then a, a very patient games master, um, so that was what I was using and then like I, obviously I you know I, I show up for our first session here and I'm the only one drinking but you know comes I have in no shame with, shames, with so carrier bags and it was, and yeah, bottles yeah so <laughs> what are just, we doing yeah. here and it, I felt like you said I felt like it added to the character and it, yeah it worked yeah, it, it definitely worked. did yeah I think some of the stuff like the hot barrels of piss probably came out of that. A little bit, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that was right towards the end of that first session. And yeah. um, I've got to be honest, I actually quite enjoyed my moments of um, as Klein just trying to rein um, Thnock in. Yeah, like when, that, he's, when he's making noise, we're trying to get into the Imperial facility and just like keep your voice down. That was yeah, that, yeah, that was the really toolboxes don't talk that kind of thing. That was like a fun dynamic. Like when, when, yeah. when uh, you guys are talking about like. Uh, <laughs> Like card keys or something, and then like I like I just yell from the inside of the box. Are you guys talking about cards? <laughs> yeah, it's like shush. Yeah, I, I, that, really that, that, that developed cause... fairly quickly as well, didn't it? Of Klein being just ba- just barely tolerating Thnock yeah, and yeah. being a little bit annoyed about everything that he's doing. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. In a in a loving way, in a loving way. And then, yeah, and then Thnock just insisting, okay, I'll be good, I'll be quiet, and then every like, time and be and like, just, I'm and then five man. minutes later, he's <laughs> acting up again. It's like like in the canteen when we went back to the sleeping fleet. Um, there are instances there where it's just like, oh, oh yeah, God, you're like, yeah, be quiet. Up to now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the fly, your flying V. That was that was just that was, that such, was genius. Such that a time. such yeah. a big stretch. Was, I, as yeah. well. <laughs> like, do, does does the guitar even exist in the Star Wars universe? No. Like, it's, Max it's, Rebo. Who knows? Like, it yeah. does now. Because Max Rebo. Yeah. Yeah. Did he survive? Jedi, I don't think he did. Max Rebo. You hate to see it. Yeah. R.I.P. Pour one out. Yeah. Pour one out for, for my homie, Max Rebo. Yeah. Well, in your case, it's um, Rob One Out. Band. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Not, not I, know, I haven't got enough gas in me to do a Rick no. today. No. Uh, what about uh, you, Mark? What did you think when you were putting together Cortez? Because I was kind of... I think you were the last I mean, one to put your character last, together. La- yeah, the last one to really put everything together. Going back to like a year ago when we first even discussed it, Hmm. Um, was it that long ago? No, because we well about a year ago we good, started doing D anD D on the pod. We right. started the podcast, but there, I thought there was early talks midway through about that. About November like time, we got thing. the we got like our group message chain together, didn't we? And you were like, about okay. November, and I was like, hey, you guys should probably yeah. start talking. And there was an initial and, period there where I was like, because and this goes into a kind of a bigger um, feeling I've had since doing this. Um, is that when, I mean when I mean we're all fans of Star Wars, right? We can we're taking the piss and stuff, but it comes out of a place of love. And I came into it initially with the character thing, and I I think you have quite a almost polished idea of what Star Wars is in your head, and that's yeah. why there's a lot of the troll and stuff goes to extremes with that. But I was coming into it initially like, oh, you know, you could really go behind the scenes and create this backstory and character, which I spoke to you a little bit about at the time, mm. and I never quite went that far with it, but. 
I mean, it was it, on the. It ends up as always with me. It's just I just end up thinking I sound like a right old monotone voice person. It's <laughs> all, that's all I've got in my voice, unless I'm doing impressions. So it, I, what comes across is probably just half me anyway. But, I think that worked though, because one of my favorite things, whether it's this or D and D, is to just. How, it's just put, dry put it's characters <laughs> like make you one of my favorite things is to make you interact with characters that talk a lot because it gets awkward Cause super it, quick cause you're, yeah you're really good at doing like that uh, like awkward not wanting to be there kind yeah. of thing yeah, yeah that that's, was, that, that's the first two episodes his interactions with Vard genius but yeah, you had, you had it with I mean Vard, I, just, I really had that straight away I jumped on that I was like yeah. okay this yeah. dude is so ex- kind of excitable about being just in space I'm like this is not going to go the way well I'm that was like in the in a, not go the that way. was 100% in the moment of like yeah like I had him was like he was just going to be like fairly normal and mm. then immediately you were we just, just like uh-huh. uh-huh and I was like Okay. Ah, okay. That's what we're Here we are. go. I was like, like start pushing the buttons. <laughs> I was like, okay, throttle up on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, throttle down. And then, but then that happened later on again in the bar with um, Vala as yeah. well. Where I was just like, okay, it's just gonna uh-huh. be a, dr- a drunk oh. person. I had an idea in my head of like, this was my thought process in the bar. I was like, okay, you're gonna talk to this person. They're gonna have a name that's very similar to the one you're looking for, and they're also gonna be quite drunk yeah and then as soon as you start talking you're like mm. you just do hey, hey how's it going i was like lean in on okay it. here yeah, we yeah. go throttle up again <laughs> to be it's fair, my I favorite put... thing in the world and we've done it in dnd as well it, it does to be fair, i pushed his character into that yeah yeah, yeah. it does come like, back i want an invite to the wedding cortez's uh like fake laugh <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. probably one of the things that, well, that was earlier, the hardest, like listening back like you know all the like all the stupid shit i did aside like it was like yeah like that was that was the funniest I stuff. I got promotion. Like, yeah. Like, it was yeah. daft, yeah. <laughs> like those, those moments. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was really... Um, it was one of the most awkward scenes that I really wish yeah. we could visualise. Like, yeah, yeah. Great. It's, it was kind of awkward visually anyway here, probably, when it happened. It was, yeah. Um, the bar so that, stuff, yeah. That stuff was... And that's what I think, in the bigger picture of it, is, it was fun about the character thing, because I had you, you have an image of Star Wars, and I was thinking, how is this going to fit in even as a just a D fan thing yeah and then you realize really early on like once you've got these characters the whole point of why people love it in this expanded universe is that you can do whatever you want mm. so it really does feel like okay this is just the jokier side of things. yeah and, but things fell in like it would it, it's just the camera's not on it you know it yeah it'd be happening off to the side in the moss eyes well that was my thought i was that. like well you know it's i don't look at it as like right we're going into a bar what kind of star wars stuff can happen in here exactly. i look at it yeah. as like your Star Wars is happening this all is around, Star Wars yeah. And you guys just happen to be in a bar, and yeah. so there's going to be like the drunk, burnt out guy who had his speeder stolen. Exactly. There's going to be like the you know slightly winoish sort of older yeah. lady who's just out looking to drink with someone. It's and, kind of the holiday special, maybe. Yeah, and it just oh, happened to be you, kind up. of thing. That's <laughs> that so, and that's how I ended up seeing it. I was thinking like this actually does work because it's it is like we're just it's that ragtag group of people. Yeah, uh, we just happen to be more ragtag than the ones that got shown in the movie. So the, the, We're pretty ragtag. Yeah, the real, they the, wouldn't show a camera to us. The either. real Star Wars was the friends we made along the way. Oh. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> I met you guys. It's so good. I do like that. Yeah, like the, the the reference in the. I think it's the first episode where Vard says, "I heard they're giving out medals." Like, the, like that, yeah, that was early the kind solid. of like in bitching oh, of like the, yeah. the like rebel pilots that are just sort of like, "Oh, I heard there was a ceremony. They're giving out medals." And yeah. I mean, people like, have riffed on that in the past, but we had to do our own riff on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Even well, everyone, even the Wookiees. Going into it, I had like, well, this is my thought process with every episode. Was like, I had a series of like moments or images I wanted to hit on each one because I know that 
you'd get a strong visual image off of them. Yeah. And I really wanted to start, like, even before I knew what I was going to do with the whole storyline anyway, I wanted to start with at least one of you in the... Um, in that ceremony place. Yeah, in yeah. the in the throne room medal ceremony. And it ended up just being you, Mark. Yeah, Klein was there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that came a little bit later. Originally, my original plan was you were all going to be there. I th- I'm, and um, say, I mean, we're going along with that visual where you have this that key idea of what this was going to be. Yeah, the the idea of that like taking something very recognisable as the ceremony at the end of a New Hope, and then we're in the background. That the best visual comparison is on YouTube, and we've all seen it. Is where they've done the let's take the John Williams music. Oh out yeah, without music. And, yeah, and that kind of sum that that. 30 seconds sums up our entire podcast. I think. <laughs> it's like yeah. Star Wars stuff it, is happening. You just happen just to be there. The, just, yeah. <laughs> the guy coughing is, in the background. Then, is, that's where I was like, oh, that's where we fit. That's, yeah, that the, you're the, the guy coughing in the... Uh, <laughs> exactly, and I thought that's, yeah. that's where it fits. You're the one guy where there's complete silence after so many and then suddenly the ringtone goes off. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah. very much the uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the uh, Star Wars universe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good God, man! Yeah. I think I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute. But like, okay, so just round this bit out then. So, what did uh, what was your did you have any thoughts going in with Klein that you didn't end up doing, or um, what was your? Well, I don't know. With Klein, I mean, you and I spoke. Um, before, long before we started recording. About uh, well, we um, made actually made Klein way before. These two came. I think in I was the it. first one that was like two together, months yeah. before recording, and then Mark, yeah. yours, was, Cortez was like the week before, and yeah. Snork was I'm like a that. few days before that. Yeah. I think. Because yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I was like, uh, what am I going to do? Gonna oh, do? Like, this guy from the thing yeah. we've been working on. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That gets and me that, out of having to think of anything. And that did show up straight away because when you did Mark and you did your client thing, I was like, oh, somebody's brought something with them, like, yes. <laughs> the American accent and everything. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, oh, no, that Shit. terrible American accent that I could not hold for the life of me. It, I, kept I mean, they do that in Star Wars as well. They drop it out. I know, I know but things, I, things, I do Amdram. I should be able to do this properly. Uh, I, I should have picked a better accent. Um, but it no, was no solid. You kept it, it up throughout. Like anytime totally Klein there, was yeah. talking, he was gem- mostly. Uh, no, in the there ep- wasn't. No, there was a bit in episode six when we're talking on the comms, and I I do it because you put the effect on me talking. Yeah, the but like, and I was uh, in full yeah. English for a brief second, then I suddenly went steal a speeder. I think I, I think in. we all know that episode six, we were all dead by that point. We were, yeah. To be like, fair, we were dead. Yes, that, uh, it's not an exaggeration. Say so we've been going for. It was like the point. episode six was the last two hours of a four-hour session in a very very hot room. One yeah, hour like, of which was just laughter. Yeah, yeah, and like we were like to the end. The original ending literally ends with me basically like almost like sock puppeting you guys going. Someone say Tempest Squadron, please, just for the love I of think, God. Yeah, we, I think I'm the one to do it. Yeah. <laughs> say we the come name. Out of hyperspace, and then it's like you know, like, oh, this sure was a Tempest Squadron. Yeah. The last thing you hear on it is me just going like, you say of oh, Tempest Squadron, and I, I just, I, I quite literally go, fuck it, and press stop. That's how the recording ends. Yeah. And like, there's one recording. There's one bit within the last half an hour of the. I think it's when I had Vela blowing up the last TIE fighter and literally the only description from the, in the original um, recording is me going, so she just, oh, fuck it, I'll fi- fix it in post. That's literally the whole, th- <laughs> <laughs> the whole description. Like, we were so dying by episode six, like, the end of that recording, because it was like, it was as hot as it was today, except we had the windows closed. Yeah. And but when you're recording, you can't, you need that, really. Well, yeah, I mean, it's fine today, because, like, it was just a discussion thing, but, like, 
Yeah, but, it's, um, it's a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, no, you, you, you kept your accent up for most of it. But yeah. for, for the most of it, yeah. I mean, uh, it's something I need to practice if we come back and do another Tempest Squadron story, and I'll try and hold I it do want up. to. Um, we'll yeah. get to, we've got questions about that in a minute. So, but um, yeah, no, with with Klein coming into it, I mean, you and I, AJ and I talked about um, background, like kind of what where he's come from, going into the end of A New Hope, which is where the story yeah. begins. And at the time, all I thought was, you know, he, used, he, he was he was a smuggler. Um, he was from Alderaan, and the only reason he's with the rebels is because he was busted out of uh, prison on Old Mantel by when a rebel um, there was a rebel strike of some kind. Yeah, and uh, so you're kind of hanging out with them because you you they don't know where they busted me else. out of prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, I think there are bits as the as the story went on. I remember AJ came up with some of these little side bits of a story, and I thought, well, this is this is good character development. Cause some of them we brought in had, after the fact of the recording, where I was literally like, like "What can we do?" And I was like, "I need more time in this edit. Can you come over and record an extra pin?" <laughs> <laughs> but it but it definitely worked because in the yeah. first part, I had that friend of mine. Um, yeah. What was the name of the character again? Uh, Sailor Anro. Anro, that's yeah, it. it. Yeah. yeah. And. Even though there was a, only, I mean, there was more stuff that didn't make it into the cut of us talking and Not interacting. No, well, maybe two or three more lines that we did where we were just talking as characters. But oh, yeah. yeah, in the episode, some of it got cut out. But I felt there was definitely some kind of yeah, we've been through stuff, we've worked together before, we're friends. Yeah, and then. As the story goes on, you discover that Anro was killed. Well, we came up with that after the fact when it we, was like episode two came in, yeah. and it was another case of this was this happened every single time. We okay, we basically recorded two. Uh, we recorded three sessions, and we got two episodes out of each one. And of every single every each of the three sessions, the second episode we got out of it was always slightly short. Yeah, and um, you needed something to pad the story so, out, but it worked. On that it. second one, I was like, right. Yeah, you know, um, we need to come up with a moment because you'd come over anyway because I had a couple of lines that needed redubbing. Needed redubbing because they were talked over and they were like, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to look directly at you then. But <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, AJ, you look directly at Ollie. Yeah, but no, no, it wasn't. Je- no, we're, no, we're all kind of talking over each other and things, and it was just like yeah. I need like we're a four white men talking about Star Wars. It's yeah. all <laughs> cross talk all we the all time. Get, yeah. We all get very excited. Yeah, and there was a lot of talking over each other and things mm-hmm. where it's like I just need a clean take of this, and then I was like, right can we come up with like a little moment and that was where yeah. we came up with the client going to visit uh, uh Braylon in his office and like do the yeah because Amro had, had a sister on Nar Shaddaa yeah and, and he'd been killed or something he had been killed yeah um, I, I think with with Klein's character because like I say he's from Alderaan and I thought as when you came up with the idea of having that moment I thought well this this plays better as to why he's got kind of issues like tolerating people because he's been through quite a bit you know he was a prisoner with, with mm. the empire for ages older one was destroyed he hasn't got a planet anymore and now his best friend's been killed and he hasn't got a family anymore so what's this guy got left and then yeah. when, and then when he bumps that, into Dolje coming out of the office and Dolje's all happy in Shirian and clients just like I can't, I can't deal with this. I've lost everything. And then on top of that, they got the you got these two making fun of you for saying that you know Princess Leia. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was just, I was like, don't take this away from me. I was going to say like that. In, yeah, you know, if like, we, we ripped a little. I said we're both from the same planet. I bumped into her a few times. But we know. get like yeah, if we get, yeah. when we get around to doing um, like the the next uh, campaign, I would love a moment where. Um, <laughs> Klein meets Leia. She's like, who are you? Gets completely starstruck, asks a rhetorical question, and she doesn't get it. That would be kind of like, that would be Klein fulfilling. Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. the thing with Klein. He's always asking rhetorical questions, but people keep giving him the answers. And the, the, I feel, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's the thing I, love, I, I, love I like most about Klein, because he is like the most kind of, um, I feel of like, of all the characters, he's the one that, that belongs the most in the Star Wars universe, obviously yeah. because you work 
You've done, you, you put, put a lot so of much more thought into, into it, yeah. the backstory, which is really great. It's kind of he is. Kind of, I, I feel like he's kind of nominally like the lead character of you know if we were if there were to be like a film of uh, you know, Squadron, if we were oh. going to do like a Rogue One style movie, of, yeah, he'd be he's kind of like the hunter. Probably the, yeah, exactly. He's the Jinnah. He's the I mean, I'm, I'm, the one, I'm the one that I'm definitely put. I definitely deliberately went on my way to notice any moment where I could put in a Star Wars reference. Like, I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, you got stuff that like that. that. You got the button. You got the um, you got yeah, the S4s in attack position. You were like you're like straight in there with each other. Like, I yeah. gotta be the one to there's say the line. There's, a, there's definitely there's definitely a bit of Han, of kind of Han Solo, kind of the sarcasm and the way he talks to people yeah. in there. But part of me was thinking, I want to try because there are bits where there's humour, and I'm trying to. Like with the Sorry. canteen, with the hole in the ceiling, and I look at Thnock and say, "You really want to bring that up now?" Yeah, there's a bit of Star Lord in there because I'm a big, I'm a big Marvel fan, and I, I was, there are bits where I, the humour where I'm just being sarcastic and like trying to get a point across. It's like there's a bit of Star Lord in there, a bit of Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's Hashtag where really I was kind of going yeah. with it. But <laughs> visually, when you because AJ asked us to come up with what we look like, I think my original quote was so, a cross between Kevin Smith and Sebastian Stan. And that's what came out. That's, that's kind of yeah, I know. That's, 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 that's interesting. Winter Soldier with a Kevin Smith beard and the cap, and like Bob with a really tall forehead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. That was, but yeah, you know, character wise, on a car. Yeah, but no, yeah, I'd love oh, that. Be amazing. Just that's where C three PO's gold arm went. You're saying why has he got the red arm in force? Klein took oh, it. Klein has got it. Yeah, yeah. But no, um, no, I enjoyed playing Klein. I loved the little development bits that gave him the stories in the early going. We got there. So, yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed playing him. You, and then you because like, Thnock and Cortez always just so dry about things that I say it's like the code word for hitting killing the power it's like yeah well that not, was yeah. I, I got a little frustrated with that because you guys came up with that off microphone and didn't tell me about it yeah well uh, I came up with it I didn't tell anyone at all well yeah he, which he says, was, did you say Elder Wand no Elder Wand just kill the yeah, damn yeah. power <laughs> but that's the kind of thing where it would have been really helpful for me for like to at least have had the moment of you guys going like okay so what should we say to yeah. instead you, you literally we were just learned, like we all learned a lot that day <laughs> yeah. yeah instead it's literally that just was, like I think I, I that was we the day paused, we died I assumed you did I assumed you, I assumed you came up with it because I paused recording to go use the bathroom and like I came back and then it the next pick we did then. you were like okay Actually, yeah. yeah you're right no you were like, I did say something we'll have a trade is what happened yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember if I said it's going to be Alderaan or something. Or I think I said I'll say a word. Yeah, and you, you kill the power. Well, either way, we didn't get it on tape, and um, no. well, <laughs> it was very confusing for me. But it was funny because it's again fourth wall breaking on Icebot. Did you say Alderaan? No, <laughs> yeah. Alderaan. Well, that and that was really helpful for me because I was just like, okay, you. Uh, yeah, that was fun. he also doesn't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, because there was no, no bit of you guys telling Thnock that that's what. Thing, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, um, so yeah, going back to kind of what I was talking about before when we get into, we got some questions. Some fine folks on Twitter sent us some questions. Oh, oh. Some mail. Yeah, the Twitter people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on like I was saying before, on each episode, I kind of had moments that I wanted to get in and not then built the story around it but I just kind of found ways to get them in so like I had the idea of like the first episode I was going to have the throne room bit second episode I had a cool idea of like you guys kind of fleeing and then rebel ships coming out of hyperspace in front of you and sort mm. of just this sort of emergency landing type thing that was very again we had this <laughs> in recording where I was like hey do you guys remember that Battlestar Galactica episode and you were all like no I guess I'm the only one who watched Battlestar Galactica but I had kind of like a if you asked me about Stargate, I'd have known. Yeah, but like, there's, there's very much like emergency landings on the deck in Battlestar Galactica was what I had in mind for that bit in episode in the second episode. Oh, when we walk, when we get into the ship to 
leave Yavin. Yeah, yeah, where it kind of pulls in in front of you and you guys look, okay, well, let's try and make sure this landing doesn't... Or like that episode of Entourage where the other agencies ambush Ari when he's trying to make a power move. Oh, yeah, that's a much better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is the problem when there is so much pop culture out there nowadays. (laughs) I can actually equate that to The Last Jedi as well, because when when Poe flies in just as um, the ship hits hyperspace, it's that kind of moment. Yeah, Yeah, just like that. Yeah, Um, just like that. There's another reference. Timely, timely. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Cooper in Star Wars. Who'd have thought? Just like um, I feel AJ had to Kyle so many Tommy Cooper references from this fucking thing. All over, all over. Uh, I can't remember how. I don't think I did any in the recordings. Uh, no, I'm I started doubting myself just then. In the uh, yeah. uh, the third episode, I had the idea of like, and this this kind of stuck around of like the whole airplane graveyard thing, but then except it's for the Clone Wars fleet. So I had this idea of you guys flying over and being like, oh, there's mountains, and then the sun comes up, and it's like, whoa, those aren't mountains, those are giant spaceships. That was really rad. I, yeah, I, I was like, that's like visually I could see that. Yeah. Like In yeah. my mind, I could see that so... Like, well, that was my idea behind all these moments. Mm. Is like, okay, I need yeah. something visual that I can yeah. sort of say. Yeah. You put that in the edit, but you also put the music in there, and it def- you definitely can visualize it as it's happening, and it does yeah. play out in your head like something you're seeing on the screen, which that- is... Again, it's where the atmosphere comes into the episode. Yeah, it really does and that, that was. I think each of these kind of visual moments was sort of what I sort of was sort of building around. And I had um, there wasn't so much in a, in the fourth episode so much because that was well, the third episode there was a bit of it was kind of just going around town, so there wasn't really a visual thing of that. I just had an idea of like standing on a boardwalk, kind of looking out, and it's like a super sunny day. There's no clouds, mm. and it's just this kind of rundown town mm. sort of thing. But that's not so much as striking visual image as much as just like okay, here's I've got an idea in my head of quite clearly of what everything looks like, mm. even if yeah, I didn't. It's not, it's not particularly Star Warsy. No, but it is. It, yeah. It's, yeah, it's still. It's a rare striking. moment. It's a rare moment in Star Wars actually to actually be on a planet that. It's just a normal kind of town or city, and it's not. It's not like you because in Star Wars the extremes are. It. You've either got yeah. barren planets that are hot with like the sat with Jawas and Tusken Raiders mm. and the odd farms. You've got Hoth, which is inhospitable to anything except Wampers. You've got Endor, which is full of Ewoks. There's always like the extreme. It's either a jungle yeah. planet, a water Cloud planet, city. a sand. Well, this ship. is a very... this is a city, a living city, which is run down. It's, it's, yeah. To me, it felt like a but South the... London, well, a town in South London where I'm from, but... and it like kind of run down. There's people around, but it, you can tell it's seen better days. I well, in think. my head, it was more kind of like, um, not to be cliche, but like, kind of like, kind of like Weymouth. Yeah, but like <laughs> you know what I mean. Shout out like, to my Weymouth people. I mean, yeah. I mean, anybody who doesn't oh. live sort of around here is not going to get that. But it kind of, but like run down. If you know yeah. what I mean. Oh. So like, it's, 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 you go. it's yeah. It's like a, it kind of like a seaside town, but like it's not that like out. I think to I even said it like seaside, seaside town out of, out of season kind of thing. Yeah, yeah and, exactly, and that's what I had in my head. I was like, anymore. I was like. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, well, it's not, you know, it's it's about 15 years past its prime kind of thing. Yeah. They all are. There's um, no sea, there's heat wave, there's no ocean. Yeah. Um, so carrying on, like, fourth episode, that was just pretty much you guys in the bar. Um, although I I've, I can't help but visualise you guys all in an elevator getting your guns out and you're like, oh. <laughs> Vela's there trying to desperately convince you guys not to murder anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which no. is, that, that was more time, kind of... You've got the Imperial March playing, like, kind of yeah, elevator music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that. That was great. <laughs> Um, and then the, sort of the fifth and sixth episodes happened quite quickly really well not quickly in terms of recording but there was just like that, that was all kind of like visiting the airplane graveyard and then I had the idea of a Star Destroyer popping in and that, and that was yeah. kind of like a 
I think that cl- that cliffhanger at the end of episode five is really really does set the tone. I was like, okay, we. I, I wanted yeah. to put an extra added wrinkle on you guys' plan, which seemed to be going fairly well at that point. Yeah. Um, but I had that plan beforehand. It wasn't like a, I guess I'll just put a Star Destroyer in to mess with them. It was like, okay, yeah. at a certain point, this is going to come it's in. A, it's a key moment in the story, and it's like, oh shit, what else have we got to put up with? It ended up not really adding a, a lot, really, in terms of drama, other than the the sort of like extra little threat on top and then you guys had to have that uh, fight with the TIE fighters afterwards but yeah, um, on the interceptors and the, yeah. Like the shuttle yeah. yeah I feel like the, the threat is more just sort of like oh if you you know narratively it's like oh crap we could better get out of here rather than like yeah. we're yeah. about to get in a giant fight it's like yeah, we, if you it's, fuck up like much more the entire empire is going to be on your ass yeah like, yeah no I, I just out. wanted to put in that extra thing of like yeah this you guys aren't in a bubble here on the planet this other stuff is you know the empire is moving, you know. We live in a society, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like Mira told us about this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's get to some Twitter questions, because we, we've been going for an hour. Um, that's gone very quickly. So uh, we've got a few, um, so let's start at the beginning. That's right, that's how... A long time ago. How it <laughs> <works>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so our, yes, our good no. friend uh, at uh, Steve Early, at Steve Boost. Steve Boost! He always, <laughs> he always gets involved in these things. Um, well, this one's more for me, really. So how did making it into an audio drama affect how you... Well, for all of us, really. Affect how you planned and played the game. In terms of planning, I think I had to be quite... I had to be a bit more rigid than I would be for, like, D&D really in terms of audio drama because I had to I certainly had sort of more kind of set pieces that I needed to kind of get across yeah um you trying I, to tell a story yeah it was more, more it direct was, story. I mean with D&D I think there was less less of the I mean it, not to say that we weren't playing a game because we definitely did play the game and then built the episodes were then built on top of the game but I feel like this was more of a kind of we all went into it knowing like, okay this is going to be story first kind of thing you had you cut, said that you had, cut, yeah. you had cut scenes essentially you, yeah i had like okay so I, I had ideas of like it wasn't like okay so you guys start in a tavern where do you want to go it was like i had a scene with you planned to start off with the whole the first episode first two episodes really was pretty much scene by scene planned out mm. so it was it was more i think more than when we did D normally on the podcast it was more like planning a film Mm. at the very least for the first until you guys came together as a group in like the f- second episode towards the, the end yeah, you, had to, you also had to plan around sort of involving other uh, actors and other people yeah that, that kind of came like, in after the fact like, really like as the, the main the main thing with that was like right we need to get this the game stuff down but uh, yeah. while we were playing I was conscious of like okay I need to get someone to do this part I need to get someone to do this part yeah. but that didn't really affect my planning when we were going to be playing it but um I think in playing it, it was because obviously you had the story in mind, and the railroading is the really the wrong word here. It's there is a, there was a story there that AJ had. And yeah. I think when we were interacting and doing things, it we had to think a bit more about not just saying I'm going to shoot at this guy, I'm going to get in the X wing. It was about developing a character, a way of talking to people, and thinking more as an actor rather than as a player. Yeah. And I think that's the thing I felt was more different. I mean, I've never recorded a D&D podcast before, but I have played D&D, and very rarely does it 
go into the realms of actually becoming the character fully with voice and with personality. It's about kind of little interactions with the players and then going through the attack phases and things. So here it was mm. definitely a bit of a challenge to think of it as and we, we we're played, running through a storyboard. We played a bit more fast and loose with the game rules, I'd say, than we than we do when we do D and D and stuff. Yeah, like there was the, like I say, but there's still the game. Thing, there's still the game element there, but I think the focus was more put on the story and like, okay, we need this to. At least in my head, I was more like I was directing it like a film than a. Yeah, I think the the, yeah. the game stuff came in more with the mostly with encounters, whether on the yeah. ground or off the ground. The occasional perception check and um, you know searching stuff, but and using of sensors and things. Yes, and um, trying constant using of yeah. sensors. And it can't stop in, using. In Ollie's case, using a pass that mysteriously still worked. That, man, death. that was that was a bit of a. Yeah, <laughs> I think that I even was, said a, to you, that was a fluke. I said I think I'd message you guys in between the first and second session, saying like I've added some stuff to your inventories, and then I just didn't do it. <laughs> like, and one of the things I was going to put in was your your yeah. key card, yeah. and then but like I'd been so busy editing, I mm. hadn't had a chance to actually add that to your character sheet. And then I don't know what I was gonna like. I don't know what my plan was there. I was just going to hope that you looked over and went, oh, I got a key card, I guess. But like, <laughs> so there, there was a couple of moments where even when we were playing, rather than doing it in post, I was just like, okay, just to point you guys in the right direction. <laughs> no, just to point you guys in the direction that I need this scene to go in. You still had to kind of figure yeah. out some stuff, but it was just like, okay, I, I was more dropping hints than I would normally do when playing mm. a game, if that makes sense. Well, I think, like, like you said, it's like this is... This is different from just like playing a gla- uh, playing a game like like D anD D. This is like a you know this is this is Star Wars. We're this this about was here. more of a production. It's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's a it is it's a it's a cinematic thing, and it makes more sense to focus on the story than on the gameplay. Um, so yeah. It, yeah, like I, I get it. Like I, I kind of I prefer it that way rather than it, like it made it was it made it so much more fun to play and then listen back to rather than it just being kind of like a you know you have to check for this or roll that or whatever yeah, and it's like, yeah. yeah it's, oh, oh you rolled too low so not only did you not do the thing it also means you can't then try and do it again like, yeah you, know, you can't like, like you critically failed or whatever I think that, that would stifle I mean, storytelling a bit yeah like, in general not even just for the Star Wars thing though I think we, we tend to be a little bit light on the rules with recording what? Um, we, <laughs> not that we're not following them we, we do but it's sort of I think it works better in the podcast format to be a bit rules light and we just took that the rules. extra step this time around I think um, but yeah like I say in terms of pl- planning was a bit more <laughs> extensive than it is normally mm. um, especially in between sessions yeah yeah um, Steve's uh, second thing is that, so <laughs> kind of as a follow up of that is also how many hours into editing mixing the first episode did I realise I'd made a horrible mistake <laughs> <laughs> fairly quickly <laughs> 1 minute 14 seconds <laughs> horrible mistake no in terms of like oh god this is doing the audio drama thing um, <laughs> editing I think with the first episode. the first episode was fine because we recorded a fair way I say a fair way we, we gave ourselves 3-4 weeks in between the recording and when the first one was coming out Yeah, I think we recorded on the 5th and then the second and then and it came out on the 25th yeah because yeah, it's the same day as solo also yeah. i'd like to i'd like to bet that the first episode was easier to edit because it was literally for us well all four of us but you guys aj you know all, all three of us individually 
Mm. neither of us had hung out before so we were coming in like oh how you know maybe there was a sense of who's gonna be like you know how who's this person in the room and who's gonna be the cool guy who's Who's gonna be the dick basically well i think it's all that kind of thing yeah we're already having to you know quote act on this thing which is always for anybody probably yourself You know, that's that sense of like, oh, we're going to do something in front of people. And we literally never met each other before. Yeah. So I think that first one, we probably played it along the line a bit more for you. But I think the second episode, the, we're like, oh, well, we know each the other. The first episode as well. Up. Yeah. The first episode as well was, if anything, slightly less complicated than some of the other stuff. Just starting it the up. The stories yeah. because kind of solo. Yeah, you guys kind of had your little soon. solo scenes. And I think there was only two additional voices. No, three additional voices mm. recorded for that one. Yeah. Teresa did... This is before we'd even recorded any bits where there was Vela in it. She did Princess Leia's Leia, voice yeah. for the speech at the beginning. Uh, Rowena did some KLC stuff in that first episode. Yeah. And uh, Thane from Moisture Farmer's podcast did Kane's voice. Yeah. But those were the only additional voices. Because I think even at that stage, like I knew I was going to be replacing some NPCs, but I, I still thought I'm going to be doing most of the voices. Mm. So as a consequence, I'm doing General Dodonna and I'm doing Braylon and I'm doing Vard, Vard and I'm doing Dolje and I'm doing yeah. uh, Sailor, like Anro and stuff in that first episode. So I was just like, yeah, this is going to be the way it is because D&D, I do all the voices and I'm just like, okay, yeah, it's fine, mm. whatever. Um, so yeah, the first episode was okay. I think it was mainly towards the end of that first edit. And then before I started going to the second one, I was just like, this is just going to be, oh, I'm going to, this is a lot of work. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, so we've got uh, a few questions from at uh, Taishao on Twitter. Uh, first question, when will the next season of Tempest Squadron be? Second question, no, really, when will the next series of <laughs> Tempest really Squadron be? Someone really the first season then. Yeah, I'd, that, thanks that so I much. Would, I I'm would so like to thank my mum for uh, joining Twitter specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not your dad? Uh, <laughs> Take that um, as a compliment. Yeah, I yeah. No, I'm, I'm super, I super glad um, Taysha has enjoyed it. Um, not next, for a while. Next year, I think. Yeah, I, I need. I, a, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. All right, pick, um, a, pick a limb. I'll help you out. Well, no, oh, to, yeah. to be honest, actually, even from a logistical standpoint, like we're recording D and D tonight and next week. And then that will fully fill out the rest of the year's schedule for episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> how, how far yeah. in advance do you normally plan? Uh, not that far in advance. It's yeah. just Jason who plays Anade on our D and D episodes. His wife's having a baby, so we want to get as much done. Oh, oh, right. Right. Yeah. yeah, she's not having it yet. She's, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Don't get too excited. Not just <laughs> anything yet. Um, so, uh, so we're in a bit of a rush at the moment to just get as much down as possible. Um, so, not normally that far in advance. No. Um, well, I'm, I'm definitely up for playing Klein again. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm super psyched. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. It may end up being sort of this time next year, like similar time frame of like. Thank God we're going to do it in the hot summer. <laughs> do it when it's hot yeah. again. Well, we might be able to like record it early. In fact, if anything, that would help me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if we can record it earlier on in the year. Yeah. yeah. When, and not, when the weather's like, not trying to kill us. Not in July. Yeah. yeah that was, that, that's just... That was yeah. like, oh God. Yeah. We've, yeah. <laughs> that was a mistake. Of, yeah, from May to July in the real kind of like 
peak of that six week heat wave yeah. that we're, yeah. the problem is recording this on the south coast the, the peak the, the, the kind of the sweet spot for recording stuff and not dying in a room with very little air conditioning is sort of February to early April yeah and then after that until after, you get to the then, end of August it's just you will die yeah, yeah. We, I, say, we say recording this on August yeah. the 4th because <laughs> yeah. um, I, have I have actually have the same issue because I live not around, around the road from AJ and when I'm, I'm, I've got a band thing going when I try and record in my studio I, within 10 minutes I just can't do it anymore it's just so it's, it's so hot it is um, yeah but so. yeah next season probably probably start airing maybe the same time this next year that this one did so May time yeah I think I, it'll be yeah. awesome I promise my accent will be better next time yeah you got I'll, you got I'll, a year to work yeah. on it I'm gonna look for some elocution <laughs> lessons I, I think I, I've got. I help me with that. My my vocal. That's another thing we didn't talk about. My vocal warm ups. Whenever we would check the mics. Mummy, 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 mummy. Was it get? Yeah. Muddy. I, yeah. Uh, fuck. 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 Bitch. Fuck. Bitches. Get, get money. Get bitches. money. Your your mama. Your mama's nasty booty hole. Your your mama's nasty booty hole <laughs> oh no he started uh, yeah. yeah that cracked us up it cracked me up I don't know about these guys but I was cracked every time we did it it was so, funny yeah. the first time oh, I find it funny <laughs> I find it funny every time but Fuck that's just you. me no Ollie I find it funny every time so please keep doing it people love it yeah. um, <laughs> <The> be- <laughs> people being I'm Mark Ayers and I endorse the get monies message yeah <laughs> the get monies um, message but yeah no I'm totally psyched for more Tempest Squadron oh, anytime yeah. I think anyway. we're gonna um, yeah I don't want to confirm this and yet because it, 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 we'll have to see how it goes and depending on schedules and things. We're going to try and have Teresa in the room when we record as well from that next time, hopefully. Oh, that'll be... A girl! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that reaction? A girl! Um, yeah, yeah I, I need to upgrade my setup a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of, I upgraded it in December. When <laughs> so I, I just need a bigger board and another microphone, basically, and yeah. we're good to go. Um, but yeah, I think that would be hopefully something we'd do for season two. Um, have you know, sort of the, the more people around the table thing. Yeah, um, I need a bigger table. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I might, I might even <laughs> buy a table the at some point. Yeah. <laughs> did we use table. the ironing board? We, we did use the. I no, we, we didn't name this because not for this. Yeah, no, but we that we have used the ironing. I've board seen before. pictures of the ironing yeah. board. In yeah. yeah, you're the only one with a folding table. So oh, like. <laughs> We're a spider-infested folding Absolutely yeah. not the reason why you were asked to do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Teichel's second question. Uh, listening to the Tempest Gordon episodes, I felt fully immersed in the Star Wars universe. How much time was spent per episode adding in all the effects, etc.? Too bloody much. AJ. A lot. Um, probably, it, it kind of varied episode per episode, but probably about 35 to 40 hours per episode after not including recording time. Jesus. Um, so watch the MCU like six times and you've got your amount of time it was, I was basically putting in like full time hours on the podcast and then going to work in the evenings wow. <laughs> sort of thing yeah. Uh, but, but yeah like it just it takes a lot like the editing um, when we do D&D like a, a D&D episode would be about an hour long and uh, not counting sound effects like it takes me maybe twice that to do the edit this time I was a bit more um, with this I took a lot longer just to do that basic edit even before changing anything anything in just to get it really like how I you know what I wanted from the original um, and then after that which we haven't done before I'd go back in and replace my bits of narration that I don't think I were quite good enough 
or like I wanted to just just tweak some bits mm. but that then involved going through right from the beginning cutting a bit out scripting out another bit re-recording that getting that how I wanted and stuff so like yeah it just the time added up and that um yeah. sound effects sound effects mix didn't take too long to be honest mm. on each one but the music was um, the original music for a lot of it yeah the first few episodes I was all just using music that I was doing myself yeah. uh, and then I gave up towards the end and just, yeah. <laughs> I think episode there six, is, episode there six. Is so much John Williams in that last yeah. episode <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of repurposed to finish. A lot, so shout much. out to JW yeah, a lot of repurposed and split tracks to put that together yeah, yeah. And the, but yeah for the first five episodes it was all <laughs> but that, that takes a long time as well um, yeah. so yeah um, a lot, uh, yeah, about 35 to 40 minutes per, uh, 40 hours per episode. Personally, I think it's amazing that you were able to do all this among, not only just, because obviously you got a job as well, but you also have other things you're recording and making content for yeah. as well around it. And I need a holiday, I read. It's, it, is, yeah. I just, it is startling, I think, yeah, AJ definitely does a hell of a job putting this together at his, at the expense of his own mental sanity, well-being. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, he, he does. It comes out brilliantly. I must be honest. It's uh, yeah. I mean, this was a bit of an experiment anyway to just see how far because we've started doing like sound effects and things on D and D. But again, so early on, you wanted to see how far you could push this. Yeah, that just was for the sake of it. Yeah, just to see like, okay, it. can we can we take that a bit further? And I think we've done an okay job. I think it's been I mean, successful. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of got to you know apocalypse now level. Like you've like <laughs> Coppola just like driven yourself insane. Like just yeah. helicopters dropping. He's like, <laughs> keep filming, keep filming. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's um, paid. Off. It's definitely paid off. Yeah, no, I'm glad people seem to be enjoying it. So, yeah, and the experiment has worked. Yeah, yeah. next um, year we'll be killing live cows for it. <laughs> 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 Got to get that. Must make a sacrifice to the sun god. <laughs> that, yeah. that foley sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, next bit then. So, this is more for. This is a kind of general question. We sort of touched on it earlier. Uh, what would the plan have been if Snock had been captured crawling through the vents? <laughs> leave him yeah just yeah. fuck off without him you know he's tiny git yeah I mean you know, this was the thing is because you lived a good life because you two left him like there wouldn't have really been anything you could do um, <laughs> you wouldn't have known um, you wouldn't have known yeah exactly yeah. Like, yeah. yeah he could have made a living just you would scuttling have, around the air vents you would freaking have out Imperials. talked your way out of the situation I probably would yeah I, I think Thnock would have um, either either shot his way out or bribed his way out because um, he is constantly chucking money at people um, really aggressively Us so. using old ID cards as well uh, yeah so yeah. I think like yeah there, there'd be yeah he's, I mean he's a you know he's a, he's a fairly well seasoned uh, confidence trickster he's um, abrasive so yeah either you know either like talk his way out and act like he belongs there using his ID card or um, yeah bribe his way out or just murder people till it got to the door. <laughs> Put holes in ceilings. Yeah. In uh, in GM terms, I think I probably if you'd have been fully captured, I think some kind of interrogation scene would have been fun. Yeah. That, I actually I had a lot of options depending on what you guys decided to do. Yeah. Like I was actually fully prepared if one of you were like, why why can't we just fly the tempest out of here mm. to see where we went <laughs> didn't with think that. Of that? No, you didn't think of that. No. Yeah. Could have stolen a star destroyer. You didn't bother. Oh, behind um, the scenes. <laughs> I had a lot of stuff like that where I was like, well, maybe they'll do this. I did, as I said earlier, I did not have a plan for you guys splitting up. <laughs> that was the one thing. It was just like, in hindsight, yeah, yeah, I probably should have. Uh, but I had a lot of kind of alternate things of like, well, what if they try this? What if they don't? Um, 
I wonder how different it would have been if we'd actually managed, if we did do that and got the Tempest out of the atmosphere and back to the Rebels. Well, then we would have maybe had a big space fight with the other Star Destroyer and. Oh, and with stuff. the Dauntless. Yeah. 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 Which would have been interesting as well. Also, four of you, well, five of you if you count the Doctor. Cortez. Trying to, to trying to run a giant Star Destroyer. Is, which Cortez is trying to do a barrel roll in the Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah. God, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Is, in I, I in think, a parallel universe, we have actually done that in, this, in the story. I think those are meant, though, I, I, like, it's got the stats in the rule book for those, and I think the crew complement is meant to be, like, 1,500 people. Yeah, to so, run one of those things. Yeah, to run one of those things and run all, all, the, people, all the guns yeah. and stuff and things. So I feel like you guys maybe in the on the bridge might have been able to get it up and flying but like you wouldn't have you would have wouldn't have had a lot of chance of running people in five droids yeah, uh, yeah. yeah when we were walking around us uh, the star story it, it I genuinely crossed my mind but I just didn't say it at the time I was thinking like if, if you're wanting to I, I mean I just didn't even think to even message think yeah because of, of the fact of like there are five people you're not going to move a shit. We could have explored it. That was the thing. Yeah. In my head, I was theory. Yeah. It was just like, it, it might happen. In my brain now, I'm just thinking we could have all just got everyone on to the, to, onto the Tempest, including the Close Encounter, flown that into space, and then angled it away from the Dauntless so that the Dauntless would attack the Star Destroyer and we would just like leave the hangar and go to hyperspace that way. Yeah, that could have worked. That could have worked, yeah. Season two. <laughs> season two. <laughs> we, we, go, we go back and try again. <laughs> you know, if Nock had been captured, I reckon season two would have revolved around us trying to rescue him. Yeah, at least at yeah, the start. At least yeah. at the start, yeah. Possibility. Yeah. Um, so another one kind of for you this time. Um, which droid did Thnok as an Ugnor want to disassemble most Glitchy or the bartender oh the bartender definitely I mean, uh, yeah <laughs> I, for some reason I took a shine to Glitchy like I, I just like even before we got Mike into yeah, the voice even before, yeah even before like my yeah my writing partner Mike uh, was was doing the voice I, I just yeah it's just something about Glitchy you know because I was like fully prepared to just uh, I think we even talk about it in the episode like, like me, me and Klein are both just sort of like I was fully ready to just shoot his head off, and then it's. But he really grew on you really quickly. Yeah, we don't for some reason. I think it's because he's just like, yeah, just this broken guy that is. It's just so confident in like everything that he's saying, and none of it is correct, and so much data is missing. It's yeah, just, yeah. Whereas that bartender was. Uh, pretty snotty and uh yeah I, I, yeah I, yeah i don't I, think he had much of a concept of you know being threatened you glitchy yeah no, that, the was, bartender. No, the, oh, the bartender. that was also what was infuriating no, the, the bartender that. did this was the thing the bartender was smarter than he was letting on and oh, then i also yeah. had an alternate plan of like if you guys did try and just by force like <laughs> you could shut him down and try and take the data out of him and then you would have had uh I don't know. I I had some sort of vague vague plans of like no, it was we could have gone that route as well. Um, The insistence we had about you know we're here for V and he kept saying us come back tomorrow. We just weren't listening. Yeah, well that was yeah. To be honest, that was all he had. He was literally like this was the backstory I had in my head is that like when uh, she first smuggled her father onto the planet, that was where they were kind of they're not hiding out there, but that was like. She she knew the owner somehow, and like her father fixed the droid for him, so she was able to put like a subroutine in there to uh, sort of like almost like program him some data from like a distance. Yeah. Um. So literally, the only data he had was like if some if a group of people that he hasn't seen before come in and ask for V, he'd just like he would like silently signal her to say like somebody's asked, and she, her response would be like tell them 
come back the next day and he had no other information it's yeah so it's like a essentially it's like an answering machine yeah like, but like he's he, yeah yeah sort of like he doesn't know that yeah know, exactly. he didn't yeah. know where she was he didn't know anything else and that so but you guys kept threatening me like where is me <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. It was kind of uh, funny. <laughs> anyone walking past, hearing us shouting, "Where is V? We want V!" Just God knows what was going through there. J- John did a, a great job with the voice on that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I think all the voice. I wanted like a. Fantastic. Oh yeah, Everyone. yeah. Everyone's been great, um, except for that one guy. You know who you are. <laughs> Just get everybody like, oh god, is it me? No, no. Which, which guys are you referring e- everyone, to? Everyone's been really great. I mean, no, so, great. some people just did like a couple of like short lines here and there, um, and that, and then other people were doing multiple character voices and things. Uh, I say Teresa did uh, Vela and she did Princess Leia, yeah, um, which is going to be fun if we do that. Uh, <laughs> Klein meets Princess Leia. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where this is all building to. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get Vela and Princess Leia in the room together, and we can have them talk with each other. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. that, that would be interesting. Clay meets like Princess Leia, and then he comes back over to like <laughs> to Cortez and Throck, and we're just like, oh, "Is it your girlfriend?" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, um, it'd be good if we had if we have if we. If Teresa is in for the next game, I think that would really change the dynamic up a bit. Yeah, I think it'd be yeah. fun, and it'll be a Clank continuation. By uh, Han Solo, would be pretty funny. <laughs> oh! Why would you put I mean, that it... image in my head? <laughs> How many beers have you drunk? So we're going to skip forward to like the next season is in uh, is is right just before Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and we're on Hoth base, and uh, Klein and Leia are dating. And, uh, oh, no, no, no. Well, you know, they're, well, they're, they're kind of she like, happens to like nice men. They're, yeah, they're not really, they're not really sure what it is. They're not really yeah, it's kind of a bit it. of a Ross and um, Rachel thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Han, they're, they're on a break, and then the yeah. Empire invades, yeah, yeah. and she flies off with Han Solo. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the f- final question from Tayshal. Uh, when did Adam realise he could do a passable impression of Admiral Akbar? I mean, about five <laughs> minutes before I recorded that bit. Because <laughs> you threatened to do it with water in your mouth, didn't you? I was thinking of it, yeah, because I was like, I, he, he needs to kind of like, but I ended up just doing this kind of <laughs> sort of yeah. thing. But yeah, no, it, it's funny. Okay, so the Admiral Akbar voice, like, if you, if you, if ahead of I made sure when Braylon came in he was like Admiral Akbar sir just so everybody immediately was already thinking Akbar because I'm very conscious that Admiral Akbar's voice is very similar to Vard's voice <laughs> yeah and one and the same it's just that guy it's also yeah. very similar to Richard Nixon and <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all about the jowl. yeah uh, like, like it's a crook exactly it's a trap but here's, the, here's our close answer Akbar's kind of like this, and Vard's kind of like this, and Richard Nixon's not a crook. It's very. <laughs> it's all in there. They're all completely distinct voices. Yeah, but they're, they're all kind of similar. Um, Has Nixon seen a few moons? <laughs> <laughs> He's got tapes of them. Um, <laughs> Zing! Ooh. Political humour from the 1970s. Um, <laughs> Time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now voices. Uh, I, 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 this has really kind of gotten me back into doing voices a bit, really. And like, I got to do voice direction for the first time, really, because um, you guys kind of did your own thing in the recordings and that, and that was all good. Um, but getting people in to do the re-records of the NPCs and stuff, and some of them were done over, uh, online and that. Uh, like all of Rowena's uh, KLC lines were done over Discord because um, there's like. 
you know certain people just live a distant you know yeah. <laughs> they can't yeah. they can't come over yeah. you know um but yeah just learning how to kind of get performances that i needed out of people and that and it's been fun but like just doing having to do different voices myself and that like even in that first episode like i say i did, I did braylon so i had to kind of put on a little bit of an american sort of yeah hey how's it going a little bit kind of a little bit of a little bit of keith keith Sullivan. yeah a little bit of that in there um <laughs> Uh, who else did I have in that first episode? Well, Vard, which that was just in the moment, kind <laughs> of. Fly, yeah. Like, hey, how's it going? Fan favorite. Fan favorite Vard. Fan favorite Vard. Really giving up medals. At least your dad liked him. <laughs> Someone's got to like him. Yeah. Um, he's a good character. But then, we, we all love Vard. I, I hope Vard comes back for season two. He's, he's yeah. got to come back yeah. and just wind up. He's got a wind up call to He's technically your guy's boss. He got promoted. You yeah. know. <laughs> oh yay! Like that was that's a little bit of a plot hole as to why you guys were sent off without anybody in charge of you. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I feel like it would. I should have sent Vard along with you. Yeah, that would have oh. been kind of funny. But um, but then you know we completed this mission successfully. So who knows? We might you know. Yeah, you might you medals. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need that punk. Yeah. <laughs> um, give you guys some medals. Yeah. <laughs> hey, joining me over here in the medal cabinet. <laughs> yeah, there's a table right here for people with medals. <laughs> no wookies. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> but yeah, no, then I had like a whole bunch of others, and it was that point I was like okay I need, I'm gonna have to do a bit of voice work and exercise like I'm trying to that I had to watch through all of like the brief scenes that that uh, General Dodonna is in in uh, episode four to be another like, gruff what man. does this guy sound like so it's kind of you come over here sort of like this the Death Star plans are, and it's just uh, yeah. yeah and then I ended up pitch shifting my voice down slightly as well and start, you know little bits and pieces um, but yeah it was fun doing voices and Bag Agbar was really like came out of the fact of that end of that last recording session was so abrupt. It was very abrupt and yeah. it, it felt forced and we were clearly all like dying and didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And if it's just like like it would have been a it needed a it would have been super yeah. yeah, it would have been a little kind of awkward and forced the ending without that. And I was just like I had this idea of like, okay, we'll just skip along a few days and mm. you know, so you go the last we see of you guys is you go into hyperspace and then it's like we're kind of checking in. Yeah. And like your your boss is having to explain to his boss yeah. what went on, sort of thing. And yeah, if you had to put a visual stamp on it, it's we go to hyperspace. Like if it was a film, and then as the music change after your narration, it's like you get the screen wipe that you get in a Star Wars film where it moves to another scene. Yeah, and there's the and fleet there, forward. and it's like Agbar's yeah. office. And so yeah. it, it definitely works. It's a better ending than the one we kind of threw out. Right uh, the what I was hoping we didn't know for, what to really. say. <laughs> I think we all looked at each other because we were getting communications from. Um, was it was it Brian or was it? I don't remember. Somebody on the on the rebel ship, and we were looking at each other. And I just went. Oh, oh it's time out. Just... of Tempest Squadron mission complete. And, and it was like that'll do. It, done. Screw it. We're done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it so was, it's definitely more cinematic end, and it did feel like the as the music played out towards the end credits, it felt like there would be a wide shot of us just hanging yeah, just out in the pulling lounge, pulling out, just chilling out, and. Knox in the Thnock. in the corner jerking off. No, no, yeah. no. I'm envisioning he's in the corner. He's in the corner with Dolce in a headlock, just going. Fuck. Yeah, what you just? I, I just still think it's funny that like you, for no apparent reason you're just like I hate this guy, and then it and then it became mutual by the end where like Dolce's like I really hate that. I'm not. Actually, something that voice was a little something a, a weird to do as well. That was when, I, when I messaged and said, uh, "Did you throw a Jurassic Park reference in?" Yeah, which oh, the, I said, not consciously. But like, there's a lot of bits like that. Of there's a few. He's like, oh, I really hate that. You, man. you, have, you do like, actually really have, have dinosaurs. I have dinosaur tour, right? Yeah, I think it might have been a subconscious thing with that it line, works. but it, it kind of it works 
in Jurassic Park and I might have and yeah. I'm basically making the same joke there yeah. where like you guys hang really up and hate like I really hate that man I really hate that Ugnaught um, and yeah cool. and then towards the end when you were just like yeah <laughs> just avoid don't get shot and he's like that's the plan you're just like ha, 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 ha. Uh. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just, and then I'm making the when I'm doing that I'm making the jerk off motion yeah yeah season two they've got to have some kind of back and forth in a scene I really want they're just gonna they're just gonna say screw it and get a room we're just, yeah no we're just gonna be really good friends <laughs> and we won't we won't even we won't even mention so it again no, yeah, yeah it's just gonna be I Dolce's gotten married and I was the best man at his <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd get married to KLC actually and he was the best man at yours how dare you our relationship is professional <laughs> is it now <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah, well, un- unlike you and Princess Leia oh, <laughs> there's a throwaway comment but KLC knows who I am there was so. a throwaway comment everyone's just jumped on it it's it was like you left away. yourself open to it right? you were just yeah, like right. he was Come like anything, me, bro. he was like anything you guys want to say and you're just like say hi to the princess for me and, and like and everyone was just like what? what? <laughs> Excuse me? Like, uh, yeah. It was, We're yeah. both from Alderaan, I, I knew mean, growing up, whatever. Yeah, there's billions of people on Alderaan. It's like saying, well, <laughs> you're telling me she's never interacted with anyone from Alderaan before. No, but like, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got one last question from uh, Eden, who's coming around in like five hours to play D&D. Um, <laughs> So this is just to cap the whole thing then. So uh, what force power would each of you take given the chance and how would you put it to good use? <laughs> Serious mm. answers or yeah. I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> I mean, hi, Eden. Um, I, I'd open this by just saying that, you know, Star Wars isn't actually about force powers. The force itself is... <laughs> it's the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. The real forces. <laughs> no, the um, real forces inside the real all forces, of us. Yeah, it's around us. It's, it's it penetrates, penetrates, us, and binds the us. galaxy together. Yeah, but that being <laughs> said, uh, I, I, in in game version, I would have probably just said like Jedi intuition, just the you know, yeah, that's what. So you don't avoid getting shot those two times. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Deflections and things. <laughs> Yeah. Tez did get shot a lot in this. Yeah. <laughs> I took a Twice. Few you, got, you got shot in yeah, the shoulder yeah. and then in your X Wing you got hit. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And in your Y Wing earlier on as yeah. well. Yeah, you did. I'm I'd forgotten about that. I'm a magnet for abuse sometimes and, <laughs> and pain and can't roll a dice for shit. Well, it's just, it's, yeah, it's going to become like, the, like that sort of uh, running joke in the X Files where. Um, uh, Scully is uh, immortal. Like, just you know, it's just, just kind of. Immortal. I thought you were going to say the other way, though. The running joke about Mulder watching porn. Oh yeah, no, that is what. No, that's that's that's. <laughs> I mean, I that too. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, constantly jacking off, but um, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if that joke makes it into season two. <laughs> We've acknowledged oh, it now. I think an Ugnor. It's canon. <laughs> I think Knock is an Ugnor. Um, maybe Jedi jumping would be quite good. I was going to say, yeah, force jump would be, uh, just bound yes. jumping up through the vents on a practical level. Yeah. yeah, yeah, jumping up through the vents, jumping in the faces of people that you know think they're better than me. Um, yeah, you think you're better than me? <laughs> I kill you! I kill you! Jump, jump! Whoop! I mean, in, for, in real life, I would have force lightning just so I could charge my phone mm. without needing a wall socket. That'd be 
great. You can um, explode your in, phone if you throw it at an enemy. And- yeah, in real life, I have enemies that deserve to have overcharged iPhones thrown at them. In fact, no, I'd use Fortnite to fry every <laughs> Apple throw a triple on the planet. I hate so, Apple. Yeah. But in, right. in, well, in, way to make it political. Oh yeah, go, <laughs> fuck, fuck Apple, man. Fuck you. Um, no, in, in character. I would probably want the ability of Jedi mind trick so I could just convince everybody to understand when I'm saying a fucking rhetorical question. <laughs> just, I think that was that just be... a fun running joke, really. It was just the fact. Yeah, that... it is. Especially the first episode is when it started with Dolje. Yeah, yeah, I just. Well, that wasn't that meant was... to be he doesn't understand a rhetorical question. That's just he's quite stressed out. And and the question you don't yeah, no, the question you'd asked could have been rhetorical or not. It could have been, yeah. And then after that, like people, I just was funny every time having people just answer you every time yeah. you ask one of those questions. Yeah, very like, literal. Dolce did it. Um, Vela did it. Well, that wasn't <laughs> on purpose. That was no, just no. her going. And then you were just like, "Why don't you get rhetorical questions?" And the, that was really awkward in the edit because the not awkward, but it was like weird because I was like, "Well, that wasn't really a rhetorical question." Okay, well, let's well, just. You think? <laughs> To me, that's no, but that was before that. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, either way, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for that one, I said you think, but yeah, um, yeah, that'd be my power. Just convince people to understand. What about you, AJ? What would you have Uh, in life and in the game? Um, (laughs) I'd have like that. uh, What's the the thing where they like can meditate for a short time and be completely renewed and not tired? Uh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, it would yeah. save so much time. Yeah, uh, regeneration. I'm so tired, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> not just from today. Like, Actually, I would, on a separate note, I'd love the ability to regenerate, as in Doctor Who. That'd be my thing. Well, we're not anything. talking about Doctor no, 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 Who. No, no, no. He just Smart B just said regeneration. I jumped on an opportunity. Yeah. But uh, so you'd have that, would you? Yeah, because I'm just super tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be helpful just because, like, I'm, I'm always tired. Mm. That's my that's my I secret. Mean, that's what we do. I'm uh, always tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's my secret. Cap. I'm always. <laughs> that was the joke. Yes. Yeah, I, um, I had to. We had fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's been fun. Nice. Uh, okay, it's, it's so been good. yeah, it's been fun. We will uh, we'll be back for season two next year probably. We will. Um, mm. Peace out, bitches. That's Star Warsy. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right, so that that's that's this. Uh, I've been AJ. I've been Mark. I've been the other Mark. I've been cool. <laughs> oh yeah, just, just humble as ever. And Ollie. may the cool. force be with. May everything. the force be with you. Hey, what up? It's your boy Ollie. Yep. See you later, it's your boy. Wars, guys. <laughs> we'll see you on season two, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Our next episode, the first part of our Shadowrun storyline, will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday, the 30th of August. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we're at Pretend With Dice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. If you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners, and we'd love to hear what you think of the podcast. Uh, so for now, that's our show. I hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>